Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Okay then, here to tell us what's on our big and small screens this week are arts journalist Zara Hederman and radio producer Owen Sweeney. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, Brendan. So Zara, The Son, S-O-N, is in cinemas now and this is a kind of a companion piece to The Father, Dan Anthony Hopkins' film, Mm -hmm. which was an extraordinary film actually. Yeah, this is the prequel. So I actually haven't seen The Father yet and even though I wasn't a huge fan of The Son, I am still quite curious to see The Father because Anthony Hopkins' character does appear in this film very briefly for one scene. And his character is the most magnetic part of the film, I would say, which doesn't really say a whole lot about Hugh Jackman, (laughs) Laura Dern. Um, Vanessa Kirby is good in this film. But basically what we have here is the son is kind of also both Hugh Jackman with his relationship then with Anthony Hopkins. But primarily it is Hugh Jackman and his son, Nicholas, who... He's a teenager, he has acute depression and he's just generally feeling extremely stifled by life throughout this film. Um, He's not going to school, his parents are separated. Jackman has a new family and he goes to then live with Hugh Jackman to maybe try and, uh, you know, rebuild his relationship with Hugh Jackman. But for a film that is has such an interesting topic and a theme of young male mental health and how it's dealt with... You know, you can do this with great sensitivity and nuance, but this film just does not do it. It all just becomes too centralised, I felt anyway, around Hugh Jackman. And instead of him trying to really reach out with his son, it just becomes a bit of a woe is me, Hugh Jackman, (laughs) which I just find a bit frustrating. Now, there is a third part to this trilogy by Florian Zeller which is called The Mother. And that was a play in 2019 and Isabella Hubert was in it. So that could be quite an interesting perspective. Okay, so look, go back and check out The Father. I will, yeah. Owen, um, are we really going to waste time here with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? Like, is this... (laughs) Saying the title, Brendan, is about as much time as we need This is, what is this, 31 film, 31 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you know my problem with this film? It actually doesn't achieve anything. I don't okay. know what is the point is. Is it a joke or not? It's, um, what, Ant-Man, he gets small, he gets big, he has a daughter who can do the same thing, she's got a suit. They get sucked into the quantum realm. And okay, the all right, all right. It's in, yeah. it's in the cinema. Uh, you <laughs> actually, you picked something much better instead, didn't you, that you, at the last minute that you spotted, which is, oh, oh. Don't be giving my secrets away. Competencia Oficial. Exactly. Official competition in English. Competencia Oficial. On Uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix as of this week. It was made in 2021. Uh, It's just been uploaded to Netflix, um, which I'm guessing is the opposite of something dropping. Um, Check it out. 2021, as I say, it kind of got lost in the pandemic. It's a satire. Yes, it's a satire on filmmaking, but it is in Spanish. It's a Spanish-Argentinian co-production. Two uh, Argentinian directors, Gaston Duprat and uh, Mariano Cohn. Um, It has has Oscar Martinez from Argentina in it. It's got Antonio Banderas from Andalusia in it. And it's got Penelope Cruz from the suburbs of Madrid in it. And Penelope Cruz plays Lola Cuevas. Lola Cuevas is this auteur. She's a fantastically obscure, but also a slightly odd film director. Uh, We meet Humberto Suarez, who's celebrating his 80th birthday. He's a Madrid-based industrialist. He's got one eye, no, he's got two eyes on his legacy. He thinks, I'll have a bridge, the Humberto Suarez bridge. I'll build it and then gift it to the state. And then he thinks, no, I'll make a film. So that's Lola to make the (laughs) film. Of course, she has to cast his daughter in it. Um, But, you know, he's got this, Oscar Martinez plays this very um, sincere, um, theatrical, you know, stage actor. 
you know, much garlanded, doesn't have time for, you know, the kind of the gaudy trinkets of of, of Hollywood and, and, and the cinema, whereas Antonio Banderas is very much kind of this ageing Lothario. He's got multiple children, offspring all around the world. Um, he has a steady girlfriend and steady non-girlfriend, shall we say. Um, he is very much kind of, you know, the, in, in it for the money and, and slightly vain. The two guys clash. They're playing brothers. Uh, Umberto buys the rice this Nobel Prize winning novel which of course he hasn't read he asks Lola to explain it to him while he's eating an ice cream sundae she goes of course patting the book I'm going to do a very loose interpretation of okay. his Love face it. falls Love thinking it. of all the money he's spent on it it's gas official the ve- competition the very first I'm lines just to rehearse the very first yeah. lines um, Oscar Martinez's character has to say buenas noches and this goes on for about five minutes she goes again <laughs> buenas noches no no again it has to buenas noches and it's like it's just hilarious I love okay it. brilliant okay that's on Netflix now, official competition. Uh, Zara, back to the cinema. Let's do this really briefly. Mm-hmm. Marcel de Shell with shoes on, and it literally <laughs> is about a shell yes. with shoes on. And it's quite a difficult title to say, but it like I went into it not knowing a whole lot. So this is Dean Flesher Camp and Jenny Slate, who were married and are now divorced, and she plays the role of Marcel. She gives the voice because it is a combination of live action and stop motion. And it's 90 minutes. I wondered how this was going to work yeah, because it's based set too. in a house. Marcel is a little shell who like tots around the house has a tennis ball that's his car and then Isabella Rossellini plays his grandmother Nana Connie and she loves to garden and I was like how is this going to work it is told in a kind of documentary structure and it was the most heartwarming film because within it uh, Dean the documentary maker is going through a divorce so he's staying in this Airbnb which is where he meets Marcel and he wants to make a documentary about Marcel because he's fascinated and it's all then about Dean coming to terms with his divorce it's all about community Marcel's family they are separated and that becomes a huge plot point Okay, um, it's so heartwarming I loved this film and right. Isabella Rossellini is phenomenal in it as well Okay uh, TV on Super Agers and RT1 tomorrow at 9.35pm Yes, this is a heartening um, documentary on those that I mean, you'd be familiar with the concept of super agers. They are, in fairness, outliers. These are people well past the age of retirement who have physical and mental health that would put kind of 20 year olds to shame almost. Um, they've been pretty much active their whole lives, but it, it, it don't be too worried and don't be too disheartened if you're kind of slightly on the lazier side coming out of winter, uh, like myself sitting on the couch of the Ritter Sport watching this the other night. Um, there, these are, there is plenty we can do up until the age of 80 they say it's obviously there are experts in there that you will know them all they've probably all been on this show the likes of Ian Robertson and Roseanne Kenny and yes of course Niall Moyna um, have been on it and they will give you the, the, the wisdom that you might get from kind of listening I presume what people. we're really enjoying is the grit and moxie of the super absolutely yeah. I mean what you have it opens brilliantly with the kind of uh, you know the, the, this, this fellow who won his first decathlon Brendan in 1956 so that'll give you an idea of the age of these people these are well into their 90s some of them um, he's lepping around his bedroom do you know and then we cut to to this woman who's dancing to Barry White rather cheekily shimming to Barry White in her living room we find out she's 98 you know so um, they are they, look at they, they give us words to live by they're an inspiration it looks great as well um, there, okay. isn't, there isn't any penny spared on you know, filming them, you know, practicing their boxing in their their gym or, or, or kind of swimming in, in the sea and all that sort of stuff. And look, Super it, it, it'll RT give you a good bit of energy for spring. tomorrow nine thirty five. Um, Zara uh, sharper on on Apple TV. This is a movie, is it? 
and and it, like it looks like it has a good cast. And this crowd A twenty four who seem to be doing anything good you see now seems yeah. to be from A twenty four. Yeah, they are behind a lot of the like distributing a lot of the big films that come out. Anything from you know uh, Men with Jesse Buckley last year, Midsummer, Hereditary. Like they are, so they like have Mur- a lot of Miramax, not to invoke. Harvey Weinstein with Mur- the equivalent of Murmax. Yeah, but doing yeah. kind of more interesting kind of independently led films. Okay. And when I did see that they were behind this, I was slightly surprised. Um, but And I was also slightly surprised then by the calibre of like the, the cast, like Julianne Moore, Sebastian Stan, um, John Lithgow as well. And then You're going to say surprised because it's not good? I was really shocked by just how dull and convoluted this film was because it has a very interesting premise. It's a film about con artistry, which I always quite love because Mm. I do think con artists on films very interesting to watch because they're always one step ahead of the story. Here, our con artists were not. And also at the same time... um, like it basically starts off, there's uh, Tom is working in his lovely quaint bookshop. He meets a girl, Sandra, and within about 10 minutes, we're already into our first scam. Tom gets $350,000 from his father like that very easily. And then we're given this narrative structure that doesn't really entirely work because it's trying okay. to tell us different stories. Okay, well, let's let's talk instead about something you were more enthusiastic about, which is Guy Garvey from mm. The Vault. So season four started on uh, last Friday and mm-hmm. episode two is on next Friday. It's on Sky Arts and on Now TV. Yeah, all four episodes are on Now TV at the moment. So he's revisiting um, different years that he's covered previously. So basically he's going into the archives and he has some of the best music footage from like um, unseen interviews, live debut. TV performances from the likes of say like Pet Shop Boys but then also like things from like the Old Grey Whistle Test Razzmatazz of like XTC performing and you just see like the really funny like different graphic design layouts that they had in TV in like the 80s that they were trying out Um, but like interviews with Brian Ferry it's a really excellent show and it's a very good well curated show as well so would recommend that Okay that's um, Guy Garvey from The Vaults and that's on Sky Arts and Now TV Owen um at, on a serious note here, Panorama, mm. Ukraine's War Diaries, Tuesday at, at 9pm. You're saying this is very powerful, yeah? Yeah, it's it, it's very... It, the humanity of these people comes across. Humanity during war, wartime, obviously, next week uh, is the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of, of the invasion of Ukraine. Um, Panorama furnished five Ukrainians um, very well cast with with cameras to tell their story, you know, kind of intermittently over the past 12 months are really kind of up until the end of last year. So we have Irina, the paramedic on the front line. She's a volunteer. She laments the fact, or not really lament, it's interesting actually, her journey, her nationalism kind of hardens unsurprisingly um, with what she's seen on the front line in terms of life-saving and all that. But she should be in Barcelona with her mom at the start of the movie, you know, kind of chilling, as she says. Um, Maxim is a biology student who's foregone his studies to enlist and he's joking at the start of the film I won't give away what happens at the end um, he's joking at the start of the film oh no don't be showing me ma'am this you know as he's kind of with his pals of a and then we age. see the year pan out we see kind of you know okay. it, it's it's very look it's a masterpiece of editing not a masterpiece but it, it's a master class in editing um, Dennis the TV presenter who who is, you know was kind of on the, the, the local MTV effectively okay. he's running supplies and evacuating people up and down the front line okay so that's Panorama um, Ukraine's War Diaries Tuesday 9 it's well worth checking out it's a different okay. view it's kind of life in the tunnels and you know okay. kind of underground as well Radio producer Owen Sweeney thank you and arts journalist Sarah Hederman thank you very much that's all we've time for today.